the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The number of daily deaths from the coronavirus is declining. At a briefing with the governor, Miami-Dade Mayor Carlos Jimenez said yesterday some businesses will now be allowed to reopen. My administration will be looking at what businesses we can reopen that were forced to close in June because of the spike after Memorial Day. Those includes entertainment venues like movie theaters, bowling alleys, playhouses and arcades operating at 50% capacity under strict rules to keep people safe. Let me be clear that Miami-Dade County will not be opening up bars and nightclubs. The nation's summertime surge crested at about half the size of the first deadly wave, which arrived in April. Police body cam footage, meanwhile, shows a house full of Ohio college students holding a party over the Labor Day weekend after several of them knowingly had tested positive for the coronavirus. Oxford police cited six men for attending the house party. This is SRN News. Mark Levin can predict what November looks like. Biden is not going to concede. If they're behind, they're going to sue, and they're going to attack Trump over the post office, they'll say. It is a disaster. And if the president decides that there's a lot of hanky-panky going on, and he brings cases here and there, they're going to accuse him of being a dictator who will not accept the outcome of the election. This is the plot. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio, just past 1 o'clock, which means one thing. It's time to make talk radio great again. It's your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner, Mitch Berg. Coming up next, our September Regnery Book of the Month is Obsession Inside the Democrats' War on Trump by Byron York. You could win a signed copy of the book at am1280thepatriot.com. Just click on our fan club page. Forecast from the Homestead Road Weather Center. Isolated showers, patchy fog, high of 64 tonight. Scattered showers, low of 53. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says, send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, as almost every Saturday, Mitch Berg, my blog, shotinthedark.info, as read just about every weekday morning for the last, oh gosh, going on 19 years now. Uh, not a 9-11 blog, but very close to it because I didn't know what blogs were on 9-11. Oh, yeah, much more on that in just a moment here. Uh, I am the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Brad, the closer Carlson coming up tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. And our friend King Banyan, who was uh, doing social distancing on the radio 10 years before it was cool. 
Every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, having just turned the corner halfway towards year 17 of showing the Twin Cities media how it's done and making it look a lot easier than it actually is. Oh, yeah. By the way, I, I just to show how easy it's not, I, I gave a listen to the erstwhile and actually still on the air, liberal talk station of the Twin Cities. And it still sounds like they are trying. You, you, you watch like like weightlifters in the gym. The, the the people who are really bulked up and know what they're doing are, are, are squatting four or five hundred pounds. No problem. And 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 you'll see these newbies come into the gym and try to, to squat 50, 60 pounds and, and look like they're scared cats about to double over from from the strain of the whole thing. And that's relatively speaking uh, how uh, to illustrate how the relative air styles of the two stations sound. Brad, myself, King and the entire weekday lineup as well. We're we're, we're the bodybuilders of the radio and they are the 97 pound uh, about to have their knees collapse types. So just so you know how it's they, they still sound this way after gosh, what, 16, 17 years of trying to do a progressive talk station? It's just, uh, if it were a fight, they would have stopped it in round two back in 1994. No, 2004. Anyway, I digress just a tad. Great to have you here. By the way, we're going to have, a, as always, a full agenda today. As always, uh, further proof weeks like this that this broadcast should be on the air five days a week during any of your drive times, morning, afternoon, midday, it matters not. By the way, uh, has anybody in radio thought about the idea that in the era of COVID with people starting to work from home, the idea of drive time might be obsolete and and the return of great midday radio might be at hand? Uh, Take a note of that, uh, Terminator, and this may be my next big million-dollar idea here. Thank you very much. (laughs) Anyway, Terminator N back on the other side of the glass. Always great to have him here. Uh, so, uh, what's else coming up on the show today? So, uh, later on this hour, we're going to be talking with Donald Raleigh, who's running for the Minnesota State House in District 38. Uh, I'm going to say A. I think it's 38A. If I'm wrong, well, 50-50 chance I'm right there, and I'm sure his uh, press secretary, Molly, will be uh, calling to correct me shortly if I got it wrong, but I'm, I'm fairly sure it's the A side uh, of District 38. And uh, uh, let's see, what else? Oh, yeah, second hour today, we're going to be talking about one of the assumptions that people on the right make, uh, the, the assumption that if things go seriously, seriously bad in the country uh, nationwide, that, that people on the right have a built-in advantage just because of the fact that we believe in freedom, we're motivated to, uh, to str- struggle and strive for freedom as we and, – and, and when I say freedom, I mean liberty, because freedom is lack of government, yada, 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 or lack of government interference in your life. And really, I'm talking about liberty, the the government not getting in the way of the freedoms that God gave you. I, I, I clarify this because every time I fail to distinguish between the two, uh, a f- mutual friend of many of ours, who actually used to be on the air uh, on this station many, many, many years ago, will chime in on social media and say, you know, there's a difference between liberty and freedom. Yes, yes, Mr. C- Mr. Pauly side uh, seminar. I'm not being that precise. And, of course, with some people in our crowd, I need to be. Anyway, we have people uh, on the right, many people on the right, who have perhaps a, a sanguine assumption 
that if things get really bad, that the fact that we take, among our many other liberties, the Second Amendment, seriously, will give us an advantage if the other side does decide to play super-de-duper dirty. And I'm here with a warning sign. I wouldn't be overconfident, and I'll tell you why in the second hour. Donald Raleigh coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, but this past week, of course, yesterday, oh, yeah, just yesterday also the anniversary, the 19th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. We'll be talking about that in the second hour here as well uh, by way of leading into the other discussion I just talked about. But one of the great things our founding fathers left us, other than the idea that our liberties are something that are with us, that are given to us by God, rather our freedoms are given us to, our, to us by God, and government's role is to defend those freedoms, to defend liberty, to not infringe liberties, uh, and to basically leave the rest to the rest of us. And one of, and by the rest of us, I mean the states, the cities, the counties, and the people. I mean, that's implicit in the entire United States Constitution, something that was not seriously debated until, I don't know, probably a little over 100 years ago, 1912, 1913, when Woodrow Wilson started at a federal level the plague of progressivism that besets us today. One of the great gifts they gave us, the founding fathers of all sides, of all beliefs, Federalists, Anti-Federalists, Madisonians, Jeffersonians, the whole lot. And by the way, yes, millennials, there were more founding fathers than Alexander Hamilton. Okay, well, well we, can, we can get serious about that at some point because it's high time. Some of you learned that, that, that first of all, there were more founding fathers on the good side of the aisle than, than Alexander Hamilton. And by the way, the, the enter, popular entertainment version of Alexander Hamilton has some dramatic license assigned to it. Anyway, I'm digressing just a tad here. One of the great gifts our founding fathers, all of them, left us was the idea that not only does the government that governs best, uh, the one that governs least, but in fact that the highest role of any arm of government is to make it impossible for, or at least very, very, difficult for other arms of government to get anything done. They instituted a system of checks and balances that was tailor-made, designed from its inception to make, and I quote, getting things done difficult, to make sure that anything that got done would get done after it surmounted a, a very high barrier separating the, the legislative and, and executive wheat from the freedom-destroying chaff. And over the last hundred years or so, ever since progressivism started taking hold at the federal level and leaking down to the state level, uh, that has been leached away bit by bit to the point where I'm afraid to say we have a significant part of this country that doesn't know what federal means doesn't know why federalism is important and haven't the foggiest idea what checks and balances are and are so intoxicated with the idea of, quote, getting things done, end quote, using government that they don't see what a horrible thing that is. And we saw an example of how little the American left and media, pardon the redundancy, understand 
this concept and the virtues of not getting stuff done, but in fact, stymieing, frustrating, vexing the notion of, quote, getting things done, end quote. Yesterday, the Minnesota State House of Representatives met in yet another special session, yet another one of the sessions that Governor Waltz is required to hold uh, every 30 days or so to uphold the continuance of his emergency powers, by the way, for a pandemic that is serious and real, but not an emergency. I mean, it's important. People are dying. We need to change many things, uh, most, most pressingly, the policies by which the state of Minnesota jams people into nursing homes, whether they are infected or not. That's not an emergency. That's a, a tweak to policies and procedures. We have a pandemic that has killed precisely one person in the state of Minnesota below the age of 30. Almost nobody between the ages of 40 and 70, or 30 and 70, that didn't have some drastic, I should say 30 and 60, that didn't have some sort of serious health problem like uh, obesity, diabetes, hypertension, COPD, uh, some lung problems. Again, not saying it's a hoax, not saying it's a pandemic. That's just stupid. Disagree with me. I'd love to hear from you. But... It is a legitimate problem, but is it a state emergency anymore? Isn't something that's worth shutting down the economy, destroying people's lives, livings, livelihoods, dreams, making a generation of school children and really, honestly, people under the age of 30 into emotional basket cases for the rest of all time? I don't know. Did the State Psychology Association uh, give a bunch of money to the Waltz campaign? I have to wonder. Anyway. Minnesota Senate Republicans yesterday voted against the continuance of of Governor Waltz's state of emergency, which did no good because under Minnesota law, the way the statute is written currently, it takes a majority of both chambers to revoke the governor's emergency powers. And the House is controlled by the DFL, not just controlled, but controlled by a significant margin. And really... The Republican Party has two options, and I see this on social media constantly. People who are just waking up to the idea that there's a problem out there say, why doesn't the Republican Party do something? And they have literally done everything they can short of an armed coup, which we don't want. Trust me, we'll get to that in the next hour. But the Republicans really have two aces in the hole. They can fire executive branch commissioners that haven't had their confirmations hearing yet, and they have fired two so far, including one yesterday, uh, Steve Kelly, the the economic development commissioner, which, by the way, it's kind of funny because an economic development commissioner in an economy that's in a complete artificial shutdown uh, because of Tim Waltz's power madness is sort of like, I don't know, a, a trophy room manager for the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, not much to do commissioning an economy when there really isn't much of one out there. Anyway, I digress. We'll talk about the reaction to that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. (laughs) 
Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. This is Dennis Prager for Mathnasium, the Math Learning Center. As you know, happiness is a moral obligation. But if you're a parent, that might seem impossible if you're trying to teach your kids math. Some would say choose one. You can't do both. If this is you, then Mathnasium has the solution. At Mathnasium, students learn to understand and master math. They learn number sense, math fluency, and problem-solving skills that equip them for success, not just in school, but for the rest of their lives. Mathnasium students become confident and even enjoy learning math. With Mathnasium's customized and live one-on-one approach, students can actually reach their potential, possibly even more than you might imagine. And now, with the added challenges due to COVID and school closings, more than ever, your child needs extra math support this summer to keep moving ahead. So do your kids and yourself a favor and enroll today at one of the Mathnasium centers listed on the Patriots advertiser page at am1280thepatriot.com. Mathnasium, changing lives and adding happiness through math. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free offer author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 800-482-8399 800-482-8399 that's 800-482-8399 Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today. AM1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Join us, won't you please? You can also join me on Twitter. At hashtag Narn Show, that's N A R N Show. Place to go for all the latest and the way to join us here. Much more coming up at the station. We'll, we'll talk about that in a moment here, but 651 289 4488, the number to call. So, yesterday, the Minnesota State Senate exercised one of only two real deterrents to Governor Waltz's uh, unlimited executive authority under the state of emergency that they have. The House can hold up the bonding bill since it needs a supermajority, and we barely are not a super minority uh, in the in the House. The Senate can uh, has power over any executive branch officials that haven't gone through confirmation yet, that haven't been confirmed by the Senate. 
There are a number of them, uh, and the second one was fired this uh, yesterday. There are those who, by the way, Steve Kelly, the Commerce Commissioner, which, I mean, if they, in, a, in, a, in a state under the most hand-fisted quarantine uh, between Illinois and the West Coast, uh, you got to figure that's one underutilized commissioner. Uh, the Senate voted 33 to 31 to remove uh, Commissioner Kelly. By the way, it was a bipartisan vote. Two senators crossed party lines uh, to, to vote to remove and that, by the way, they are uh, Tom Bach and Senator Thomas Sony, uh, both of them Iron Range politicians, both of them longtime senators from the Iron Range. Both of them, it is interesting to note, fighting for their political lives in a district that is <laughs> slowly but surely showing they've had enough of the DFL strangling the economy on the Iron Range. So Bach and Tomasoni crossed the aisle. No Republicans crossed the aisle, although three did abstain uh, from the Senate vote. So it was 33 to 31 uh, yesterday. So, by the way, that's something that almost nobody in the media is pointing out, that it was a, uh, although, to be fair, the Fox 9 story I'm reading does point it out in the first paragraph. Uh, Kelly is the second Waltz commissioner that the Senate has whacked in the past month, uh, GOP members were upset with him for blocking the long-delayed Enbridge 3 oil pipeline in court, as well they should be. And, and by the way, not only should they be upset, not only should they fire him over COVID uh, pr- from a COVID perspective, but believe me, this needs to be played up in a big way. Any Iron Ranger who is still voting DFL needs to have their little Finnish head examined. And no, that's not insulting Finn. Well, maybe a little bit. Don't mean to insult all you Finns out there, but I mean, all of you up there, and we it's even part of the big documentary that PBS did on the Iron Range. The Finns are the people who brought the radical left to the Iron Range. Here's hoping that every last stoic, implacable one of you is starting to, to figure it out here, says someone who came from a pretty progressive Norwegian family. Anyway. Uh, Paul Gazelka gets a lot of flack from a lot of Republicans for uh, a lot of conservatives for not being conservative enough. I have shared or should should say aggressive enough in pushing for conservative policies. That being said, I think he's doing it right. And I quote the Channel Line story, quote, it wasn't just strike one. It was strike two and strike three, said Majority Leader Gazelka. Last week, I went to the governor and said, Governor, this commissioner is not working out. Uh, the Republicans fired Nancy Lepink during the last uh, special session, and I, for one, couldn't be happier. There are those who are saying that he should fire them all, that the Senate, in fact, should fire all of the unconfirmed commissioners, and there are quite a number of them yet. They uh, won't, uh, and, and I don't think they should, because frankly, I like to, why give up all your negotiating power in one fell swoop? That makes no sense. Uh, to my humble opinion. By the way, if you disagree, feel free to give me a call, 651-289-4488. I'm more than willing to discuss the premise. I think keeping a little bit of powder dry and doing doing like good hostage takers always do. Uh, Basically, take the process hostage and threaten to whack one every so often until your demands are met. Makes perfect sense. Well, makes sense to those of us who understand what checks and balances are, which may or may not include the Twin Cities media, and may or may not include our governor and powerful DFLers. 
it certainly doesn't include the average DFL voter. Uh, quoting Ricardo Lopez uh, on Twitter from the Star Tribune, uh, Senator Gazaka says he gave Governor Tim Waltz a heads up that the caucus would vote to remove Commissioner Kelly. Governor Waltz, in return, struck a frustrated tone after the Senate GOP whacked his second commissioner yesterday. Uh, Waltz, by the way, says the GOP might also target his health commissioner. Oh, no, Jan Malcolm in jeopardy? Or perhaps deed commissioner Steve Grove. Perish the thought. Uh, Governor Klink, by the way, says the Senate GOP has, quote, been a hindrance. To which I have to respond, Governor Klink. Why do you hate constitutionally mandated checks and balances so badly? Yes, it is a hindrance. And and you know, well, I'm going to assume you know, since you claim to have been a high school teacher, a person of some education, a, a person who swore to uphold and protect the Constitution of the United States during your time in the Minnesota National Guard, I must assume you have some idea what checks and balances are for. The Constitution of the United States, and for that matter, the Constitution of the state of Minnesota, deny, or at least endeavor to deny, any branch of government, much less any single man or woman, absolute power over anything. Indeed, our structure of government is set up to frustrate anyone who wants to get anything done, barring some really significant mandate. Now, elections have consequences. The DFL took the House, and all of you suburban housewives over there who crossed over to vote against Donald Trump in 2018 and are wondering, why on earth are your kids stuck at home still? Why can't they go back to school? This is on you. And, by the way, if your neighbors are among those who were... Uh, putting out the DFL lawn signs, all of you out there in Lakeville and Maple Grove and and Hugo, Kim Wozlawick's district, all of you people out there who are wondering where that came from, you shouted out who killed the school year when, after all, it was you and, well, you, all of you. (laughs) Now, the GOP is doing its best to push back against that. One can expect Governor Waltz to say, hey, they're getting in my way, whining about the GOP doing what is, and and I want to make sure this is crystal clear, doing what is their job. It's what they're supposed to do. It's what they were elected to do. Stymie the the power of, of any governor to be a check and balance on unlimited power. Now, I think the governor knows this. I think Ricardo Lopez might know this, the the Star Tribune reporter who tweeted this. I'm not going to make this about him. I think Governor Waltz and perhaps Ricardo Lopez's editors are counting on the idea that their voters, the DFL voters, don't know this. One person who has to be counting on that, although I'm not sure he knows any better, House Majority Leader Leader Ryan Winkler, a a fellow who I'm thinking should take some time off from Twitter because it's not doing him any favors this month. He tweeted yesterday, about this time yesterday, this could be yesterday afternoon, quote, sabotaging government agencies during a pandemic is as dangerous as it is shameless. By the way, he went on to write, quote, 
The Republican majority is unfit to lead the Senate during the greatest crisis of our lifetimes. He tweeted this on 9-11. An epidemic, granted, a serious public health emergency, is a crisis. No doubt about it. Could have been much worse than it was. To call this the greatest crisis of our lifetimes shows that either Ryan Winkler has led a wiffle ball life or that he is counting on the people who vote for him to not know the difference. And who knows? 9-11 was 19 years ago. A lot of his voters may not remember anything about it. have no context. But it's his first statement that is the one that I have questions about, let's just say. Sabotaging government agencies during a pandemic is as dangerous as it is shameless, end quote. No, Majority Leader Winkler. It is their job. It's why we have a bicameral house. Sorry, Jesse Ventura. It's why the arms of government are set up to shut each other down. Now, Ryan Winkler went to Harvard Law School, and one would assume as a junior member of America's elite. <laughs> oh, sorry, I can't help myself. As a junior member of America's elite, that he would know this. This is, however, the guy who uh, 10 years uh, no, uh, eight years ago claimed that he didn't know that calling a black man Uncle Tom was, was an insult. Went to Harvard, didn't know that calling someone Uncle Tom, especially a black male, is a serious insult. Hey, you'd think he'd know what checks and balances are for, but after that, who knows? By the way, this is the guy who said uh, he tweeted during the riots, according to protesters I know, uh, the truck driver uh, tried to run people down on the bridge, and his truck was full of white supremacists and Confederate propaganda. None of that was true. The driver made heroic efforts not to hit and hurt people, and Ryan Winkler was making it up as he went along. So, under normal circumstances, I would assume that Ryan Winkler knows that he's talking complete baked wind and that he's merely counting on people who vote for him and for the DFL to be, quite frankly, that uneducated, that ignorant, that completely oblivious to the realities that form this country. On the other hand, someone who makes things up about people, risking a a slander suit, and hasn't the foggiest clue about terms like Uncle Tom, I gradually have to say, maybe he isn't that stupid. Or is. Donald Riley, when you come back, go nowhere. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Time's running out to win $1,000 a day for life from Publishers Clearinghouse. Enter at PCH.com and you and your family could soon be celebrating the win of a lifetime. Don't miss your chance to win $1,000 a day for life on October 31st. Go to PCH.com before it's too late. That's PCH.com. Better hurry if you want the next big winner to be you. Enter now at PCH.com. Entries due 1028. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited.
This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-881-4242. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep, I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Think you can't afford life insurance? Think again. You might be surprised at how affordable it can be. 80% of Americans overestimate the cost of life insurance. Maybe it's time to swap a few small expenses for some big peace of mind. Life insurance can protect what matters most, and it's the right thing to do. Let's talk today. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget AM 1280 The Patriot and our sister station, Freedom 1570, are proud to present Unbiased, the unvarnished truth behind race in America, starring Larry Elder and Candace Owens. What would they know about the subject? It's uh, coming up this coming Thursday. Tickets are 8 bucks a pop. It's online, so you're socially distanced, but it's going to be dynamite. Uh, Larry Elder, Candace Owens, two of the best pundits you will run into out there. Of course, uh, Larry heard every weekday from 5 to 8 here on AM 12A The Patriot. Go to am12athepatriot.com. Click on the Unbiased banner to get your tickets. I will hope to join you this coming Thursday at 8 until 9 Central Time uh, go to am12athepatriot.com and get yourself signed up. Anyway, perhaps you've heard there's an election coming up here, and not only do Republicans have to expand their footprint, and believe me, the DFL has been giving us all sorts of uh, early Christmas presents in terms of winning back some of the seats that got flipped two years ago, but we also have to hold 
some of the seats that are solid, reliable uh, Republican seats. And with us to talk about that, uh, running for the United States, rather the Minnesota State House of Representatives in District 38A, we are rejoined for the second time by Donald Raleigh. Donald, welcome back to the show. Mitch, it's a pleasure to be here. Happy to be on Northern Alliance Radio and uh, watching you at the helm or listening to you at the helm is uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Yeah, we don't do video here, but thanks a lot. Great to have you back here as well. And, uh, and, and kudos to your very tenacious communications manager for getting you back on here pronto is what we like to see. Anyway, uh, yesterday. Molly's, be- Molly's the best. She certainly is. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, yesterday, of course, 9-11. Uh, the anniversary, the 19th anniversary of the uh, uh, terrorist attacks on the United States. You, as a veteran of the United States Armed Forces, uh, certainly have uh, as 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 close a perspective to this issue as uh, as, as anyone else. Uh, what were you doing on 9/11? What did you spend the years after it doing, Donald Rally? Well, leading up to 9/11, I I did serve uh, eight years active duty in the United States Army. My first uh, my first tour was as a presidential guard for President Reagan in Washington D.C. I also did a stint at the uh, Tomb of the Unknown Soldier as a sentinel on the Third Relief, and then I uh, performed uh, internment or burial ceremonies at Arlington National Cemetery, where I had the privilege of um, honoring and interring about 1,100 of my brothers and sisters at Arlington National. Um, when 9-11 happened uh, 19 years ago, uh, my unit, the old guard of the United States of America, the presidential, um, presidential guards, uh, were called to the Pentagon, and they, they performed uh, very, very exemplary there. One of the things that happened um, due to my, my military services, uh, I got out, I started having children and, you know, and spent uh, time with my wife, and we seriously considered what to do after 9-11. And I, I met with uh, some military recruiters, uh, thought about going back in. And I'm not trying to say, you know, uh, that, you know, hey, I almost did this or almost did that. <laughs> we made a conscious decision to um, focus on my family and raise my children in the best way that I could. Um, real quick story. I met my wife and uh, we got engaged uh, a few hours after we met. And uh, we eloped to Denmark, and five days after we got in, uh, we got married. Um, I was deployed to Desert Storm and didn't see her for a year. So when I contemplate, you know, going on another deployment, uh, you know, I not only know it, you know, mentally, I know the physical strain that it takes on a family to be able to make that kind of a commitment. Um, my reaction to 9/11 has been the same for the last 19 years. It's anger. It is. Um, a willingness to do whatever it takes to keep America safe and to go back to the roots of American exceptionalism from the standpoint of we are an exceptional shining city on a hill that others, you know, endeavor to be. And anything that threatens that, uh, I'm I'm absolutely opposed to. And in your district, uh, seems so long ago, but it's probably not much more than a month or so, we had yeah. a... I don't want to say shining example. Let's just say a, a rather stark example of a political party and an opposition, really, in, in your district uh, that, that sees quite the opposite, that the America is the opposite of a shining city on a hill, that the city of Hugo uh, is, is quite the opposite as well. And you saw literally on your turf, the turf for which you are running, the, uh, the, the the most clear expression of the exact opposite uh, when DFL endorsed candidate John Thompson 
uh, among many other things, uh, committed a number of uh, violations against civility and democracy, really, uh, threatening to burn Hugo down, uh, verbally abusing a number of teenage girls uh, and and other uh, residents in the area, and then attacking an effigy, uh, a member of the news media, which, by the way, as, as little as many Republicans uh, regard some of the media, that's that's below and beneath the call of duty, even for uh, someone who's protesting. This is literally in your district. Linda Runbeck represents that part of District 38, the Hugo area. She's retiring. You're running to take her place. As this, as time rolls on, as we get towards the election, as that event uh, continues to redound uh, throughout the district, what are you hearing from representatives of 38A uh, about the fallout from that Saturday afternoon not so long ago? Yeah, Mitch, that's a very important question. I can tell you from um, candid conversations with citizens, you know, in Hugo and the surrounding communities. Um, the DFL, or what I like to call the, the party of destruction, fear, and looting, <laughs> um, they, they made a very critical mistake. Now, this is going to sound like a, a left-wing talking point, but they exhibited such a level of being tone-deaf as to call for the burning down of Hugo just a few doors down from a house that literally had burned down just a, you know days beforehand. Uh, what I'm hearing specifically is people shaking their heads saying they're so out of touch. They don't understand us. But I understand your question, but I want to kind of flip it a little bit. Sure. What I'm hearing from our citizens, from, from our community, is unity and wanting to come together and making a difference from the standpoint of not allowing this stuff. And I, I've got words that we can't use on the air because they're not in the Bible. Thank you. That I've that I've heard on the that I've heard from our uh, from our constituents, from the standpoint of why does it take this type of a uh, an event to kind of quote wake people up to see the stark differences between what the Growth and Opportunity Party GOP has to offer versus what the other side is is calling for, which is destruction and for you know calling people names. We we don't need that sort of rhetoric. What we need is to get back to what the purpose of government is, and yeah. that's to protect our liberties, keep us safe, and get the heck out of our way, because we as, as Americans, we're exceptional. We know how to grow businesses. We know how to empower entrepreneurs to take vital steps that the government not only can't react to, but is too slow to move on. We have the nimbleness and the, the exceptionalism to be able to grow our economy if we just have the shackles lifted from our backs. So what, let's talk about your district. What are the people of your other than the, the Thompson affair? What are the people from 38A telling you uh, is is the most important thing to them right now? What what matters in your district th- these days? Yeah. Yeah. Two things. One, uh, probably the most um, listen or the most um, uh, the prevalent issue is getting our kids back to school. Yeah. You know, I, I talked to a couple the other day and, and I, I can't say just a couple. I've but one in particular comes to mind, and they said, listen, we've got three kids. Both of us have jobs. Um, my, the husband is working on Mondays and Tuesdays and having to take time off of work on Wednesdays. Um, the, the wife is a nurse down in, uh, in Minneapolis, and she has to take thurs- or, uh, she'll, take, she'll work Mondays and Tuesdays. She then does a swing shift on Wednesdays, and then she works Thursdays and Fridays 
where they have to switch back and forth and they're burning up all of their um, sick time and, and paid leave. They're burning through savings to be able to hire people um, in the interim pieces to be able to allow their kids to stay at school because they're on a, a flex program, as they call it, or a hybrid program up here in the schools. Yeah. And it, it is a, it's an untenable situation. You know, we have the highest tax state uh, or one of the highest tax states. I think we're number five or four, depending on which survey you look at. Yep. But because of that, both parents have to work. So in the situation where we have to work and we're told we can't work because of the school shutdowns, it, it puts our citizens in a situation where, you know, they, they don't know what to do. We need to stop these uh, – um, we, we need to stop – these mandates and get our uh, our schools back to uh, somewhat uh, of a sense of normalcy. So let's talk about the sense of normalcy that you're going to be shooting for when, God willing, you keep this uh, District 38A uh, solidly red here coming up in a little un- a little under two months. Holy cow, we are getting there here. Uh, but first, let's. Uh, where can people find out more about you and your campaign and 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 all about the the, the Raleigh business? Yeah, thank you, Mitch. I appreciate that plug. It's uh, www.donaldraleigh.com. That's D-O-N-A-L-D-R-A-L-E-I-G-H.com. And I actually have that posted at Shot in the Dark to info even as we speak. I actually did my homework before the show and got that all. Uh, website, th- th- by the way. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, it's a good website. I urge you to check it out, and I've uh, posted the link at shotinthedark.info. For those of you who didn't catch it the first time, we'll, we'll, we'll plug it again. Don't worry, Donald Raleigh. So, uh, Donald Raleigh, and as we get to the, we got about 30 seconds where we have to take a break, but yep. tell us, with two months to go, what kind of help do you need from people in and out of District 38A? Yeah, number one, pray for us. I mean, it is such a critical element of, of our campaign that, you know, people keep us in their prayers, people, um, you know, keep us in mind. Of course, you can go to my website and volunteer, sign up for a yard sign, sign up to, you know, go go out with us, make some phone calls. Um, the other one that we've just launched is something called Swipe Red. Yep. And it's a way for people can uh, to get activated with us, become advocates, and uh, become digital soldiers in our march towards winning the election in November. More on that and much more. All about Donald Raleigh for another segment. Give us a call, 651-289-4488. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, We were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. This is Jerry Boyer. This radio station has been telling you for months that November's election could vastly change our country's future. If you believe in liberty, supported by a strong economy, and religious freedom... Your values are on the line. Please register and prepare to vote at your polling place or by absentee. This election is huge. We are at a crossroads. We all should vote. And keep listening to this station for what this election means. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, 
School is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Where are we headed? Globalism? A new world order? A singular government power? If we yield over and decide that America is not unique, it's not special, it's not extraordinary, we no longer are the United States of America. We're just a piece of a bigger government. And what about prophecy? Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, the world after Trump, takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and yours truly, Eric Metaxas. The Messiah will not arrive on Air Force One. Watch Trump 2024, the world after Trump on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Trump 2024. Go to SalemNow.com to watch Trump 2024. SalemNow.com to watch Trump 2024 on demand. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. AM1280, thepatriot.com. Join us, 651-289-4488. Hey, you haven't had enough red meat conservative talk today? Don't forget Americans for Prosperity Radio coming up at uh, 4 o'clock today. 4 o'clock. 5 o'clock. 4 o'clock. Thank you. Jason Flores doing the voodoo he do, and he is very, very, very good indeed. Uh, I love Americans for Prosperity Radio. Listen listen to it on my way home from the station if I'm late enough here. Uh, Say I get a little shopping done. Whatever. You don't need to know the circumstances. I listen. You should, too. Jason Flores, he's great. Americans for Prosperity, great organization. You combine Americans for Prosperity and radio, what do you get? Americans for Prosperity Radio, a.k.a. Great Radio. Tune in at 4 o'clock, AM 12A, The Patriot, every Saturday. We're back here with Donald Raleigh, who is running for the uh, is the GOP endorsed candidate run for the uh, running for the Minnesota House seat, currently held by Linda Runback, a longtime friend of myself and this broadcast in 38A, which is the northeast suburbs of uh, Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul, rather up in the Greater Hugo and um, Hugo and what else is up there, Donald Raleigh? I don't get up there very much. <laughs> Lino Lakes, uh, Centerville, Blaine. Um, it's a, it's a great area up here. Uh, we, we have a lot of fun. Uh, we've got a great community. Um, uh, wish we had a few more restaurants up here. So, uh, there's, there's some things we could add. I think Stella's by the lake is, is up there, isn't it? I love that. I know that's an unpaid yeah. Uh, plug, but yeah, I love that place. So I was there a few weeks ago. Yeah, and, we go to Stella's. Oh yeah. Excellent. Again, no, no consideration involved. That was just uh, straight out of nowhere, but uh, and by the way, not that I wouldn't advertise for them, but anyway, we're back on the campaign here. Donald Rowley, we know what the big issues are. Obviously, the, the events yeah. uh, a few weeks ago uh, in Hugo and, of course, uh, the urge to get school back open again here. But let's just say, uh, as you hopefully will, get reelected uh, coming up here in a little under two months here. Starting in January, you will be occupying that seat with any luck at all. Uh, 
what's the uh, the rally agenda here? Tell us about what the voter can expect from you uh, when you when you go to St. Paul next year. Yeah, specifically, my background is uh, for the last 12 years, I've volunteered with the United States Air Force Auxiliary called the Civil Air Patrol, where I've served as an emergency services officer. I'm also um, an award-winning drug demand reduction officer, and and I've done a few other things, uh, such as being a squadron commander and a group commander. I hold a degree in emergency and disaster management from American Military University. So uh, my next statement is along that line. I am going to work very diligently to make sure that we ensure public safety is, you know, uh, brought to bear across all sectors of our communities, not just not just in you know the, the communities of Hugo and Lionel Lakes and, and Centerville and such, but also you know as a state legislator, making sure that those um, ideas and and better training and more of a focus on where public safety should be is definitely within my wheelhouse. So you know the people of Minnesota can expect me to be an excellent advocate for police, fire, um, making sure that emergency services like you know EMTs have the focus, the training, and the, the budget they need to be able to respond to crises and uh, situations within our state. Civil Air Patrol, huh? I was, I was, a, I was a, a cadet for about a year until it uh, turned out my town couldn't support a squadron. But that was a, a little blast from the past there. Uh, so thanks for that well, trip. Th- thanks for that trip back to high school. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Donald Rowley. If you have questions or comments, 651 651- Two eight nine four four eight eight. You can sound off on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. So, what is the biggest challenge you face in running to re- replace Linda Runback in thirty eight A Donald Rally? Yeah, the the biggest challenge is, of course, name recognition. You know, getting out there, meeting people. You know, I've I've met now with thousands of our neighbors, and you know, gotten given them a chance to ask questions. You know, to meet me and and really focus on what my my ideas are. Um, the idea that I've got is having reasonableness down in St. Paul. I, I'm willing to have a conversation with, with anybody that's willing to have a conversation, not a yelling match, not throwing bombs, not screaming, but being able to put forward an idea that's based off of facts and intelligence as opposed to emotions and you know the, the, the Twitter feed of the day, if you will. Um, specifically along that line, I've, I've been a business owner for the last 18 years and you, you can't run a company and be successful without building a coalition and without surrounding yourself with people that, frankly, are smarter than I am. And that's one of the strengths that I bring is, you know, talking to the citizens, talking to my neighbors, getting their input and bringing that forward in a series of, you know, really good ideas. And that's one of the things that I think is going to be a challenge is taking all of those ideas, and there are so many that are awesome, and being able to focus on the the few that we'll be able to get through in any uh, any legislative session. So uh, the other thing is learning the ropes of you know constituent services and and finding out you know not only what um, what you know people can do for me as far as helping me win the race, but conversely, what can I do for my district and for Greater Minnesota that is smart that's actionable and that we can build a coalition around because, you know, like one of the things here in education that we're seeing um, with the schools being shut down and so forth is it really opens up the opportunity to talk about why is school choice a bad idea to talk about? Why can't we revisit things like school vouchers or why can't we go back and take a look at, you know, the education system gearing people towards um, uh, careers 
that don't just involve, you know, going back to college, you know, getting, getting involved in the trades, you know, getting a young person who wants to work with their hands into a union and into a good paying job and having the ability to work with their hands or work in a trade while they're in high school, passing through the journeyman uh, type of an environment, and then for the rest of their lives, having a career. And I think there's been, in my opinion, too much uh, emphasis placed on the university-only path. We need to get back to what made America great, and that is we build things, we make things, we we focus on things that make our society and our communities better. Absolutely. Donald Raleigh, we got about a minute remaining here, a uh, minute, maybe 90 seconds. If you're living in 38A, uh, explain to the people, why should someone vote for you, Donald Raleigh? Certainly. I've got the experience, I've got the background, and I've got the history that makes it, that will make a difference. I want to build coalitions that make sense. I want to have critical conversations with those around me that have good ideas. And I want to bring forward the idea of the best idea wins. And I don't want to put my ego in front of, of an idea. If it makes sense, if it preserves liberty, if it increases the contact that we have with our, you know, with our neighbors, and if it builds our communities uh, in a strong manner that will reduce taxes, I'm going to be for it. And, and so I'm looking forward to conversations, you know, both at the citizens and at the legislative level, as you said, if I should be so blessed to get into the legislature in November. And, uh, well, from your, from your mouth to God's ears, here's hoping. Uh, Donald Raleigh, we'll have to do this again sometime. One more time, the website. Mitch, my website is com. And I really appreciate the uh, opportunity to speak with you and your uh, audience today. And uh, I really look forward to being able to connect with you again. Absolutely. Let's, uh, I, I have a hunch Molly will make certain of that. Donald Raleigh, great to have you here. Let's definitely do this again before the election and you get out there and campaign. 651-289-4488 to the number to call. When we come back, we face a threat worse than 9-11. Uh, what am I talking about uh, on this, the day after the 19th anniversary of the attacks on the United States? We'll talk about that when we come back. North. Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. If you or someone you know is living with metastatic breast cancer, listen to Find Your MBC Voice Radio online at findyourmbcvoice.com. The streaming channel that helps you get informed and feel empowered when faced with a metastatic breast cancer diagnosis. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com to find your strength, to find your community, to find your MBC voice. It is only the rest of your life. Are you prepared for it? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing retirement income and the risks that need to be overcome during your golden years. Alan Mike will share with you how to create a sustainable income strategy. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon on Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or you can call them right now with your questions. The number is 855-231-6010. I know that on those tablets Mr. Moses brought down is the commandment to not covet, but I'll confess, my neighbor and his lawnmower is making it tough. He's got this stand-behind, ride-along space shuttle that covers probably three times more space than my trusty old lawn boy. So, when we have who mows the fastest races, 
which are completely fabricated in my head. He has some impressive advantages that I just don't have. And at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're blessed to have a pretty special advantage of our own, and one that could be a big deal for you. Our team is lucky to be an arm of a bigger company that is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money on a refinance or new home purchase. We our United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Mill Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. Got in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Parents, are you happy with your children's at-home high school experience? Wondering if you're doing all you can to prepare them for the next step in their life? Check out Salem Career Hub online at SalemCareerHub.com. Whether it's college prep school, a four-year university, an MBA, or learning real-world vocational skills needed to start a career, Get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your child's life through education. Our team of educational experts are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central time. Just call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275, or online at SalemCareerHub.com. AM 1280.